0: Daddy, chill. Welcome to another episode of Pints and Stripes. I'm your host, Carlos V. Welcome back from the international break that we just had. I hope your international teams did good, respectively. The leagues resumed this weekend with Liverpool opening up the match week eight. They played against Wofford this weekend. They visited Wofford. Um, A lot better. A lot better um, from their last visit that we had. Uh, In the first half, uh, Mane opened up the scoring with a uh, saucy assist from Salah, who beat Danny Rose to the ball. And let me just start off by saying Danny Rose was not good this game he was yeah i i feel like it was uh too much uh salah was too much for him for uh for him he looks very slow at times so yeah salah assisted him mane became the third african player to score 100 goals only behind drogba and salah with 104 each which salah scored his 104th goal but we'll definitely talk about that a little bit later um he also became the third player to score 100 goals without any penalties, with the uh, other two being Ferdinand with 149 and Heskey with 110. To score hundred over 100 goals without penalties is, I, I think, pretty freaking amazing. If you're not the penalty taker, it, it takes away, you know, uh, a, basically a, a goal-scoring opportunity, you know, each game. And ever since Salah came in, he became the man. And, you know, if he's not in the pitch, it's usually Milner. So Mane has never really had a... Uh, PK, you know, taker in our team, which is pretty crazy. Um his only PK that he took, he missed it. Well, not missed it. Mignole uh stopped the PK from him. So it's kinda crazy how things turned out. So thanks to uh Mignole uh Mane was able to score, you know, without uh, you know, hundred goals without the uh, PK. But even if it was just one, you know, PK, it's still pretty amazing to score a hundred goals in the uh Premier League for sure. So that opened up the account. The, uh, the game up, putting us up 1-0. The second goal, it seemed very... um, The defense seemed very not... They, they didn't seem engaged. That's what it was. They kind of just let uh, Liverpool had the ball. They let them do what they wanted. It seemed very much like a scrimmage at that point. Uh, Firmino scored the 2-0. And after that, it just seemed kind of weird. I mean, it was 2-0 first half. And, you know, the players looked very demoralized already at that point. You know, even the fans were uh pretty quiet yeah, at times it sounded like liverpool was at home the away fans did an amazing job there i i feel like they they were very uh they were loud they made they made sure that they were there you know we were very dominant dominant to say the least you know the first half we had 68% possession to their 16 we completed 390 passes to their 45 390 to 45 like that's insane. We had 345 more passes than they did in the first half. We had uh seven shots to their zero shots. Actually, you know, when even when the second half started, we continued the same dominance and Watford's first shot didn't come in until the uh 55th minute, but it didn't really change anything after that. You know, Salah scored his uh yet another wonder goal. I mean, this guy's just on fire you know from the assist that he gave to Mane to the goal that he scored which very similarly looked like Manchester City's except you know against City he scored the right one with his right foot this one he scored with his left foot you know signature signature uh the signature curler it was yeah it was it was just freaking amazing i mean where where i'm here where i'm watching it from uh, San Diego it was 4:30 in the morning when it, the game started so it was maybe about what you know f- 5 a little bit past 5 and well, five thirty-ish, about I would say, when the goal was scored. So you know, the family was sleeping, and uh, I remember I was, you know, my brother also a big uh, Liverpool fan up in LA, which is a little bit north from here. We were uh, texting about the game, and I just, I just went kind of crazy, and then I was like, oh shit! I hope I don't, uh, I don't hope I didn't wake up my kids, and I like just started texting my brother like, holy damn! I can't believe this just happened again, you know. So Salah's just been, like I said before, on fire. I really hope we. uh give him a contract you know that you know a report came out today today monday saying that um, he wants to resign and he's you know asking for 400,000 uh per week you know i don't know how true that is but you know that that's what the reports are coming in there's also other reports from uh, spain saying that madrid wants him and they're willing to offer hazard with uh plus cash for him seems like uh, madrid doesn't want hazard no more i don't know if we should uh Take that deal. <laughs> Nothing against Hazard, man, but uh, I just feel like Salah has a lot more off, uh, things to offer now, especially with his uh, playmaking abilities. The end of the half, we uh, Bobby scored his hat trick, scored uh, three goals this game. It's been his uh, first hat trick since uh, December 18 against Arsenal, where we uh, won 5-1. And he's also thanks to that hat trick it's actually he's only scored two in the premier league he actually also became the first brazilian to score uh, multiple hat tricks in the uh, premier league and uh this season he scored six goals in seven games that he's played in so far in the premier league so it's a pretty good ratio i would say a pretty good uh he's been he's been pretty good this season man i know last year he had a very big slump you know actually you know two seasons ago at, towards the end he kind of had a little slump and it kind of continued over last year you know last season but um you know he's becoming, he's becoming a, a force to reckon with again, and and I think between him and uh, Jota, you know both of them playing the same position, I think it's gonna be very good for it's very good for us. Uh, the competition, I feel like it's good. I feel like you know Bobby now is like all right, well now I have somebody I have to you know legit fight with. I mean before he didn't really have nobody. You know yeah, um, Divak will come in Origi, but but um, you know he know that. That 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 uh, Bobby would still have, you know, he still knew that he still had the uh, started precision, and I think now that Jota came in since last season, you know, he has to uh, pick it up, and I think it's good for us, you know, because even if one player has a, um, you know, either Jota or Firmino has a uh, a slump, I feel like the other can definitely come in and pick it up, you know. Now he has that sub, and they both offer, you know, pretty much the same, which is good. You know, and speaking of which, you know, our front three, Salah, Mane, and Firmino have each, have you know, scored. We've scored 16 goals altogether But those front three. No other Premier League team has scored more than 16. I believe Chelsea and Man City have each scored 16 goals, and you know, and the, our front three have scored that many goals. So I feel like, you know, our front three started very hot this season. I hope it carries throughout the whole season because, uh, you know, we we tend to have a little slump, you know, tend to see the slump between, you know, January to you know late January to early March but yeah this was also uh Claudio's uh, first game managing Watford. he became the coach uh, I believe October 2nd October 3rd yeah he became a uh, you know he uh, their previous coach got fired and he became the coach uh, the day after this was uh, the uh, his first game managing and not a good one it also you know this game was also his biggest uh, Premier League defeat so he's gonna have a lot of work to do I feel like he's gonna have a lot of work to do with uh with that Wofford team. And like I was saying before, you know, the last visit that we had there was not a good one. We uh lost uh 3-0 back in 2020 and it, it it handed our uh our first loss, ending our eighteen game winning streak. So, you know, we were going for that record and they uh they beat us. We were we, we, we I remember that game and it was just like, holy shit, like it, it was just one of those games where I knew it was like you know we were so hot, so hot, so hot, and I was like, we're probably gonna lose to one of these low table teams, man. It, it tends to happen, and you know Watford just played their fucking lights out that that game. You know, kudos to them that game. You know, but you know we uh we definitely came away away with a uh, very good game game this weekend, winning a 5-0. So um, it's also a Champions League week. That was probably the uh, easiest test I would say for this week. We have um, Atletico. Tomorrow, and then we have our rival, United, next weekend. Yeah, tomorrow we play uh, the Champions League. Today or tomorrow. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to get out of today or tomorrow. Might be tonight, but you, people might hear it tomorrow if people hear it. So we face Atletico. We're going to visit them. We don't have very fond memories of them. Last time we played them, uh, we lost 3-2 at home against them. 4-2 aggregate it was literally the day before you know the whole the whole world shut down you know in sports world i would say because i remember the next day is when everything just started shutting off and i was just thinking damn man we dominated this game we were so good this game it just sucked man we, we were we were really good that game i remember even the first game the uh the away game where we played at uh, atletico we uh we played very well in terms of, I guess, in terms of possession, you know, that's that's the thing with Atletico. They they play very defensively. They're they're literally parked the bus. Everybody knows that, and it's very hard to break those teams down. Very hard. And you know, those two games. You remember the first game we played against them, the away game in the um, round of sixteen. We were good having the ball, but uh, attacking wise, we didn't have too many too many attacks. But I remember when we played at Anfield, we. We we did uh very well, and we played so well that you know Atletico scored all three of their goals in the uh, extra time. They just they, you see that's that's the team <laughs> that's the team I'm talking about. They hold you, hold you, hold you, and then they literally you know at the end just bam 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 they just go for it, and and it goes to show too because uh four of the Atletico's last uh, champion League games they've scored in the last ten minutes, including their last three. Including actually, yeah, the last two, especially uh, where the uh, you know beat AC Milan in the uh, Champions League, where they were down one zero, and then they ended up turning it around. I think it was like in the eighty fourth minute they scored, and then Griezmann uh, Griezmann scored the first goal, and then I believe it was Suarez who scored scored the uh, winner towards the uh, end in um, injury time. So I feel like it's gonna be more of the same game. Atletico just waiting, 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 absorbing, hoping we don't score. You know, early on. And then within, you know, let's say, you know, for sure the 10, 15, 20 minute mark, they're just going to start countering, countering, countering. I think that's when we're going to have to, for sure, be tight defensively. You know, we, we don't want a repeat of uh, of last time. The, uh, the good thing for us, Atletico didn't play a match this weekend. So we have that kind of going for us, you know, in a way. It's good for them. They got the rest. You know, we have, you know, you know, we had the uh three, three day rest. You know, we played Saturday, you know, the third day we played so they're they're not in um they're not in a groove one would say could say you know they uh they they, they right before the international break they did went beat ac milan during the week in the champions league and then they beat uh barcelona during that weekend right before it so who knows man it, it could literally go either way i think um i just hope he come out with the win man because we, we we've been hot this season so far so i hope it uh, continues against atletico you know especially against atletico you know atletico haven't won any of their last four champions league fixtures they've tied three lost one and we haven't lost a uh, group stage game in two years you know winning five drawing one with that being said though we have lost six out of the last uh seven european fixtures in spain with only drawing one you know so we've lost six drew, drew one including two of the uh, losses at um Atletico, with one coming last you know the last time we played in the champions league and the one before and then the europa league but that was back in 2010 so it should be it should, i hope it's a good match you know i hope we're able to break that team down because you know it's it's for sure not going to be easy. It's probably going to be one of the hardest tests after Chelsea. You know what? Now that I say that, it's probably going to be like the Chelsea game. You know, Chelsea defended, defended, you know, second half. Yeah, due to the red card. But hopefully we were able to break that that team down. And other Premier League match week eight games, Tarnham spoils uh, Newcastle's first home game since the takeover. You can see that the uh, stadium was pretty electrified. You know, the, owner, the new owners were theirs. You know, they seemed like they were having fun. Wilson scored was in the fourth minute they started off winning so you know the stadium was hot but Spurs came back and Spurs ended up winning uh 3-2 uh with Kane scoring his first goal of the season towards the uh end of the first half there was a defibrillator incident with, with one of the fans and it kind of um it made all the uh the referee put all the players to go back inside they had to come out warm up again Thankfully, the fans, OK, there were, I heard, you know, reports come out that there was a there were people there that were performing CPR on the on the on the fan. So happy, happy that the fan fan is OK. And, you know, once they came back, Spurs uh, scored right before the ending of the first half, making it three one. And it was it was going to be a very hard uphill after that. Shelby came in <laughs> another uh, ex-Liverpool player. He uh, came in and he got a reckless red. It was uh he got it was two yellows sorry not not straight red it was two yellows, but then even then it was it was very bad. Came in and he he just seemed like a you know, it kind of seemed like he didn't care, you know. Just two kicks that they were just like you just you kind of think you know, Bruce was probably thinking what the fuck is this guy doing man? Should have not even subbed it in, subbed him in. You know and that definitely didn't help the team you know being down three one. And uh, towards the end of the game, uh, Newcastle did score another one, but it was too late for that. And, you know, Spurs won 3 2. Uh, reports are coming out that it seems like the owners aren't looking for Steve Bruce for the future. Uh, who knows if he's going to get fired if he, soon? There's uh, reports coming out that it's saying, you know, if he quits, that uh, there might be a little payout. Some reports are saying it's going to be a $10 million payout. So, who knows, man, to stick with your dignity and just stick it in and get fired or, you know what, walk away and say, fuck it, 10 million bucks. Why not? You know? Uh, I don't... You know, there's some people judging, oh, it shouldn't take the money. But at that point, man, you got to look out for yourself, man. You've been... You were a coach for so long. Who who gives a fuck, man? So, he, I mean, he probably is going to get fired, though, man. I mean, he's probably not going to be the coach for long, I feel like. Um... He, haven't, he hasn't won any games in the Premier League and they got eliminated in their first cup game. So who knows how that's going to go. Another game this weekend that caught the eye was the uh, United-Leicester game. Greenwood opened up the scoring to make it 1-0. It was a really good goal from outside the box. But that goal was canceled by uh, Tilsman's goal making it 1-1. It was a mistake between uh, De Gea and Maguire. But for sure more on Maguire's fault for his prize tag. For every, everybody, you know, spe- especially all the United players saying, no, not players, sorry. All the United fans saying he's definitely top, you know. <laughs> I remember they were saying that he was uh, Van Dyke's level, man. Shit, if, uh, if he's, wor- he's worth 80 million, then Van Dyke is easily worth over, you know, 120, 130, man. He made a really, really bad mistake. It was very... Ah, juvenile man it was very juvenile you know they have passed the ball to him and you know you can see the uh you can see the leicester city player coming towards him and he waited for the ball for whatever reason instead of trying to you know get go to the ball he kind of just stayed back and waited for it and after that came out came the uh, goal but you know what man that, that goal was a beauty also you know kind of it went over the keeper for sure uh, i don't think they had you know anything to do with the uh trying to stop it itself but the uh you know Rashford came in and he uh, made the difference he uh you know at one point uh Leicester went up 2-1 but uh Rashford's goal came in and, and 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 he scored and made the uh made it 2-2 but a minute later Leicester City um resumed from kickoff you know Leicester attack and they scored and Vardy scored the uh, winning goal making it 3-2 later on in the, uh, injury time, the uh, scored another making it 4-2 and they took all three points with uh that defeated uh ended united's away record at uh 29 games the last game they had lost away was against liverpool back in uh january 2020 remember that game was the one that uh ali uh ran across the field to uh celebrate with with salah uh but yeah that was the last game that they uh they had lost and this brings up to uh the last three premier league matches united have not won any they've uh tied one and lost too so it's a with for the team that they have it honestly they need to be a lot better for sure Aston Villa against Wolves it was a fantastic finish I would say man Aston Villa was up 2-0 Ings opened up the scoring another ex-Liverpool player opened up the scoring making it 1-0 um, again made it 2-0 and it seemed like they were gonna win but you know what they say man a two-goal lead can be a dangerous one and it was this game uh, so I scored in the uh, 80th minute for Wolves. Uh, Connor Cody tied it up in the 85th make it, uh, minute to make it 2-2. And then Nevis scored the uh, winning goal in the 95th minute. So, you know, it goes to show that for sure a 2-0. 2-0 is a, uh, for sure, a dangerous one. Another good game this weekend was uh, Chelsea versus Brentford. Mendy, for sure, the hero in this uh, West London Derby game. Chelsea won 1-0 by a great chilwell volley and you know in the first half it was uh i would say it was a pretty even game deadlock game you know it was it was pretty even man it was pretty even but uh second half it just seemed like brentford was brentford was just on it man they they, they were looking for i don't even think just for the time and they were they were looking to win but mendy like i said was a hero and he came up with crucial saves this game you know second half brentford had Fifteen shots, seven on target with only, you know, two compared to Chelsea's one shot and it wasn't on target. And Brentford was more in the opponent's box with 32 touches inside and to Chelsea's five inside Brentford's box in the second half. But, you know, even with that, they still won 1-0 and they took all three points to still remain at the top of the league. The game week ended with arsenal versus crystal palace ex-arsenal players Vieira and arteta facing each other as coaches it was a very first great goal by arsenal you know pepe saved the ball from going out after the corner he gave a one-two pass takes a good shot you know the keeper saves it but obama yang with the really good you know he had really good reflexes there to uh, get the rebound from the uh, keeper to make it one zero a little and then right before the ending of the half there was a controversy call. Controversy because it seems like everybody is kind of agreeing that it should have been a red, but classic Mike Dean. Not surprised it's Mike Dean, right? People uh, gave it gave it yellow. Honestly, should have been a red card to MacArthur. He kicks Saka from behind. You know, there's some people. there. You know, there's always those people. They're like, oh well, you know, he was looking for the volley. I get it, man. But you're telling me you don't see that player right in front of you? Like, come on, man. It, 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 like you look at the replay and it looks very, very vicious. It honestly should have been a straight red and, and, and honestly would have changed the uh, for sure the game. And another ex-Liverpool player scoring uh, in this game was uh, Benteke uh, to, to, to tie it up 1-1. He uh, tied it up and uh, a little bit after that, Eduard scored to make it 2-1. So they were actually up in the uh, towards the end of the game. That guy, man, he he's also been uh, I would say very, very good this season. He's uh scored an average every ninety minutes this season. He's scored he's has scored three goals in five matches. There are only two players better than him in that aspect of uh averaging a goal per minute. And that's uh Firmino scoring every fifty three point seven minutes and Calvert Lewin scoring every eighty two point seven minutes. They, they they got a good I feel like they got a good player for sure. In their hands in him but even then that wasn't enough love. enough love enough like i said scored in the 95th minute to tie it up another 95th minute goal like i said scored to make it a 2-2 and taking uh taking a point crystal palace dropping two points uh, you know you after the game well actually not after the game during the game when they scored it, you could just see uh, vieira just he seemed very very bummed out for sure you could just tell he was uh heartbroken. Other games uh just going to go over real quick. uh West Ham beat Everton 1-0. City beat uh Burnley 2-0. Norwich and Brighton Tide uh 0-0. Southampton beat Leeds 1-0. And with that, the this is how the uh, table is right now for the uh top 5 is uh Chelsea at first with 19, Liverpool with 18. City with 17, Brighton with 15, Spurs with 15. Bottom of the table, though, relegation is uh, Norwich City with uh, two points, Newcastle with three, Burnley with three, and uh, in the cusp is uh, Leeds United with six, and uh, Wofford with seven, tied with points with uh, Southampton. But um, on goal differential, uh, Wofford is 16th place. So yeah it was a uh i know this was a little bit longer than usual i hope uh everybody enjoyed it this is just probably what's gonna be like you know a little bit more uh for sure a little bit more premier league giving you a little bit more of the uh thoughts and highlights of of, of other games so uh thank you guys for uh listening and uh i hope i see you guys next time